Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. And before we get into this week's podcast... We've just got some announcements for yes, you. Yes, we have. Just, just a little bit of admin, a little bit, a few things to be aware of. A few happenings, yes. as it were. Um, shall we start with mine or should we start with yours? Start with yours. All right, darling. So, Portsley Crew, I have launched my brand new business mm. and my venture, Celebrate Yourself. And I am doing my first online classroom, right? It is happening Thursday, the 1st of November. So next Thursday, it's online. So you can do it wherever you are. You can do it in the kitchen, do it in the bath, do it on the end of your bed. If you can't make it between 7.15 and 9.15 UK time, I will send you the link so you can watch it back in your own time. Do it at your own pace. Um, you can you can watch from anywhere in the world, not just UK only. Tickets are on sale now. The link in the bio of my Instagram, at this Sarah Powell, you can buy yourself a ticket. And it is all about self-celebration. So it is all about how to get to grips with celebrating yourself more in a very, it's very private because I know a lot of people have been worried. How is it not boasting? How is it not being arrogant? It isn't, right? It's just about being your own little best friend. That's what it's all about. So yes, my online classroom next Thursday. Be lovely to have you. And in the whole self-help realm um, and self-love, I, if you haven't seen on Instagram, am hosting with Danielle Pisa a day of body confidence and self-love in London at the Hoxton Hotel on the 4th of November. Now, during this day, there is a movement workshop with Danielle. Gorgeous. You can come to a body confidence and life drawing workshop with myself. Um, you will then have a guided meditation with Kirsty Rayner, who is part of the Port Salut crew. And you, you can learn facial massage with Nicola Joss, who I assisted, who's celebrity clients are unbelievable unreal the faces she's touched but to close the day there will also be a lecture from lucy sheridan in comparison and teaching you skills in how not to fall into a comparison trap you will go on this factory line throughout all of these people it's a sunday it's super chilled it's 30 pounds a ticket and you will leave with a fat goodie bag yes i would love to see you we would love to have you hugs uh Plenty. I'll be there. Yes. We'll both be there. God, that that will be phenomenal. And it's a bargain. It's an absolute bargain. And we just really want to make everyone feel good. Yes, absolutely. Right, on with the podcast. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. Oh, gosh. Welcome, Jules and Sarah, the oh, podcast. Welcome, hello, and hi. We're on Jules's bed. It's very hoo in here, don't you think? Very hoo 
Oh, you're right. Little candle burning. Skins. Skins. Quilts. Thrown around the place. Absolutely. Lamps. Yes, the Yeti was a bit much, for sure. (laughs) He's settled down now. So, welcome. Hello. Yes, hi. Hi. Oh, this is going to be a good one. Can you feel it? I can feel it. I'm wet, wet, wetting in the fingers, in the toes. Good heavens. The song. Yes. No. Instantly apparent, to be honest, darling. That took me a minute to get there. <laughs> so, sorry. <laughs> Not at all. Now, coming up on the podcast today, mm. um, June has been on one, right? Forget MOTB stuff. Mm. June has turned her attention to other things. Complaints. Complaints have been made. She's taking pen to paper. Absolutely. Mm. And had results. (laughs) Let me tell you. (laughs) Sheila has been to Monaco. Oh my God. (laughs) Just like every other week for (laughs) Sheila, really. Um, Of course, news from the North on the way. um, And some lovely P.O. Box. This is the sound of the elastic band. (laughs) There it is. But before we go a moment further, this podcast, and I only realised this this week, this is our third birthday. Today? It is our third birthday podcast. The podcast started, the podcast first started, it's like a BBC documentary. Well, that, I remember starting it on a cold winter's night. Yes, it would have been chilly. I remember. Autumnal. Yeah, the 29th of October. No The 29th way. of October was our first one three years ago. <gasps> and look at us now, still doing exactly the same. No fatter, no thinner. Actually, I am thinner. I'm actually. a lot fatter. <laughs> Never mind. Um, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. I know. But consequently, I've got us a birthday <gasps> bounty. Yes. I've got us a birthday bounty. Are you each. eating it? Absolutely. Too right I'm eating it. Mm, perfect. Mm, I'm going to have to eat some now. Okay, actually. I'll have, I'm going I'll have. straight in. And now, usually, I don't allow eating on the bed. Do you remember when oh, we used yeah, to do it sorry. in the cab office? Yeah. Oh. We used to eat everything in there, oh didn't we? Oh, oh, I would have a three-course meal there. <laughs> it used to get hot. A cheese trolley would come in. <laughs> oh, happy birthday, love. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Portsloo crew. Happy birthday. And how lovely, actually, because we have Kirsty, Portsloo crew member, next door working. Yeah, she's popped round. She, she was early for her appointment. Yeah. Or oh, we ran late. Yeah. <laughs> very much so. Mm. Mm. Happy birthday, Portsloo crew. Thank you for... Three years of absolute tripe. <laughs> God, I bet this is lovely to listen to yeah. you and I eating a bounty. Shoveling away on a bounty. <laughs> um, lots of new Portsmouth crew members at the mm. moment. Lots of new people. And I've spoken, sorry, literally talking with our mouths full. I've spoken to quite a lot of people who are going back. They're going right the way back. Vault. Mm. They're vaulting. They are. They're working. I spoke to somebody the other day who was like, I've just got to 2017. I've never vaulted, really, with the podcast. No. The only one I vaulted with was the loser too shitty. And, <laughs> and another one that I had to go back for for listening. Like, but never no. really. We don't look back. No. And we should. Because look how far we've come. I was thinking the other day, though, you'll love listening to this when you're like one year into your marriage. Yeah, that's true, actually. That's really, really true. You'll be like, God, I really mm. pulled that data together. God almighty. Can't believe I could string a sentence together. How are you, darling? Now, this is a quick side note. Yeah. Um, 
Have you noticed that I have the worst beard trim of my life? Well, I didn't like to say. I don't think it's... I mean, to be fair... I'm looking up. Oh, Look my. at the state of that line. It's actually wonky. You don't normally have a line there. No, I don't <laughs> normally have a line there, but he just did it high. But he was also, when I walked into the barbershop, I should have known he was dyeing his own beard right. whilst doing my beard. Good heavens! <laughs> so, <laughs> Down the road. Oh, you know better than that. And then he showed me some weird, weird video of a Turkish mafia man with like women dancing for him. I was like, he was like, do you like this sort of thing? I was like, no, no, I do not. No, like your this audience. <laughs> I was like, I'm here for a quick trim and goodbye. But he was like, I could dye your beard. I was like, my beard doesn't need dyeing. <laughs> Dye your beard. I'm dying mine. Yeah. <laughs> I've mixed up the stuff. I'll pop some on if you want. I was like, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> I could dye your beard. <laughs> dye your own. <laughs> Literally, it was so bad. <laughs> anyway, mm. I have been antiquing. Oh my gosh. Now, Portslough Crew, you may have seen this on Jules's Instagram stories. It was hilarious. The pictures that you put up. Just explain, I mean, where were you? So we were at Pimlico Antique Fair. Now Dutch is um, a part-time decorative antiques dealer. Yeah, it's so amazing. That's where, that's where lots of antiques- It's just a hobby. It's just a hobby that he does. And we, you know, as part of my Lululemon goals, it was to explore more of the English countryside. And we've done it by going to antique fairs together. Brilliant. So I've been buying things around the country and collecting them and then ready to sell them on at a fair because I said to him, I will always support you and I will sit Little on, knowing the tax that was going to be coming through your front and door. I, <laughs> and I, and I <laughs> know I've been there for every sale. Have you? There's no tax. It's all premium goods. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so Dutch said, quite last minute, I found an antique fair. The table's this. Shall we do it? And I was like... To get a spot. To get a spot, to get a table at this fair. Now, yeah. I've never been on the tables. I've no. never been a seller. I've always been a buyer, <laughs> you know, for myself. Yes. Anyway, so the fair, the doors opened at 10. So you were to the public. Right. Now, they opened to sellers and traders, they call themselves, from 8am. Okay. Early doors. So we had made a slight error in drinking one too many Negronis the night before. And then we'd got back here and Dutch was like, we need to organise everything. We need to do the price tickets, everything. I was like falling. Pricing up. Pricing up, writing the price tickets to go on the antiques. He was then like, you're in charge of decoration. So I was like, oh my God. So I'd got together bowls of conkers. I'd got together plants. I'd found the antique tablecloth. Like it was all. Dry ice. Yeah. <laughs> it was coming together. I was like, I can do this. So we then had to get up at 6am on Sunday. So I'm I'm fucked at the moment, Sarah. I haven't had a lie in. It's like jet so I lag. I don't know what I've done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've given myself jet, jet lag. lag. I've got antique lag. Jet <laughs> so we get to Pimlico and as we drive up, it's like it felt a bit like, you know, the nightclub fabric at like 6am when people are leaving. It right. felt like that, but for the elderly. The stragglers. So it was like lots of Volvos, lots of Audis, lots of like... Flasks. Yes, flasks. <laughs> but it was lots of women with um, very thin lips and rosy cheeks, heavy gilets, lots of gilets yeah. everywhere, hair pinned back and people just carrying oddly shaped packages into this hall. God, it's like, da -da, 
da, da, it was, da, it was, da, it was. Fiona so Bruce popping up so in the I back. I was trying to find a part, trying to find a part. Dutch is then like carefully lifting everything out of the car as I'm just yanking stuff out. <laughs> yeah. So then we find our table and you go in, you have to check in, you get stamped. I didn't really want to be stamped, to be perfectly honest with you. So the guy just stamped my palm. <laughs> oh, God. It is funny, the whole stamping thing. Yeah, surely you could provide your... If you provided your own bit of paper, they could just stamp that I mean, for you. Well, I would just prefer some sort of badge. Yeah, Do you know yes. what I mean? A, a wristband. wristband. Yes. Yeah. They can't um, stretch to it. So, uh, we were the youngest dealers by miles. Yeah. By miles. Next to us was Keith and Jill. <laughs> Keith and Jill uh, dealt in wood and uh, it was a lot of wood actually. They had two very unusual camels that I couldn't place the ear on. <laughs> and sadly Keith was, Keith was upset because no nobody nobody went near those camels that no, day. No, they were awful Keith. He <laughs> couldn't give them away. Keith had a very unusual hairstyle. Now you know the comb over. Yeah. Keith adopted for a comb forward. Sure. Which I hadn't seen before. Jill. For a reason. <laughs> Jill was in a high waist with a walking boot. Yeah. <laughs> Where's she got to be afterwards? <laughs> when, when... She's straight up the fells from here. <laughs> the moment, ding, ding, the doors are closed. That's it. Now, the clientele. What was nice about the traders, though, was there's almost like this trader lingo. Now, before the doors open, other traders go on to different stores to see what they can pick up. Sure. Very odd behaviour. <laughs> Very odd behaviour. Dutch had heavily briefed me. This is what's going to happen. Yeah. Now, what are you going to say? And I was like, I am the fluffer. I cannot deal with anything. I have to pass everything to you. I'm merely here to entertain and kill time. And he was yeah. like, great. Yeah. So. <laughs> you could just imagine. <laughs> You'd be like me. Yeah, if you fancy it, darling. I mean, what, should we, three pounds? Yeah, it's all yours. So Dutch has got his notebook with neatly made rules with what he bought it for, what he's selling it for, and what he's the actual... So he's, he's so pro. Yeah. He's so pro. So then um, so one person came around and went, are these conkers on your table? I was like, <laughs> I just thought it really added it up, actually. <laughs> it's a seasonal display. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> I did a quick floor walk. Nobody else was doing any plants or decorative things. <laughs> so then what happens is before the doors open, people skirt around really quickly. Now yeah, I, It's like bargain hunt. It was like sharks. That's yeah. the only way I can describe it. They look very quickly at the table. The eyes scan around from <laughs> produce to produce and they don't even say hello when you acknowledge them and they move on to the next table. Right. They are picking up that bargain. Did Dutch do the same? Did he yes, go off round? He went. Off he went. Off he went. Did he buy anything? Went. No, came back empty-handed. Right. Luckily. Yeah. So then... Um, Did anyone buy anything from you in that bargain hunting moment? Yes. Oh. Yes, a wooden Virgin Mary went. <laughs> she went. She <laughs> went. She barely touched the table. She was whipped away. She was whipped away. Didn't even have time to put a dress down. She was straight out of that box. Oh, Mary, what a what a morning. And we actually sold, we did sold lots of things. Paul Smith came to our stand. Stop it. Dutch didn't know who he was. And You're I played joking. It very John's cool. having a Paul Smith suit for the wedding. Did you oh. tell him? No, I didn't know. But I also, but, you know, you know how I am around talent. Yeah. I say, you know, I pretend you don't know who they yeah. are. Yeah. Then I told Dutch he got very excited and then started lurking around Paul Smith around the fair. I was like, get back! <laughs> Leave Paul Smith alone! Did Paul Smith buy anything? Not from us, which Dutch was very sad about. Yeah. He did look at Keith and Jill's stand, didn't buy anything no, either. No, those camels. <laughs> <laughs> camels Putting everyone off. <laughs> 
Now, what was nice though with the traders were there was lots of sharing of shortbread. Oh, that is nice. That was nice. There were bourbon biscuits moving around. There was like. Oh great, yeah, everyone keeping keeping their blood sugar up. Yeah. Keep focused, stay sharp. <laughs> because it gets to that point where you get to like three o'clock in the afternoon and you're just a complete delirium. Oh my god, you I haven't left long, that table. What time did it finish? Four. It was ten till four. Oh god, it's not like a car boot all over by midday. No, 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 no. And also the, the the characters that come to the table are quite something. Right, yes. I got chatting to a very old thespian mm. who him and his husband were walking around and he, he was like, I don't really have any interest in these kind of antiques. I like collecting, you know. 60s kitsch and I was like oh god he didn't stop talking to me for like 45 minutes oh my god but I had to distract him while this other man came in for the sale of Dutch's antique train clock Dutch was <laughs> haggling it down and then looked at me and I looked back at Dutch I had to lose the act to get the cash wrap it up I was I was cash and wrap that was my job had <laughs> yeah. to can chips twice in that bubble wrap go <laughs> Do you want vinegar? No, fine. <laughs> Let's go, 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 go. I then started coming up with oh elaborate God. stories that Dutch told me to rein in for each produce. <laughs> Lies. Yeah. I, I would say fluffing artifacts. Yes, sure. Where things had come from. This are... was actually smuggled out under Mary Queen of Scots skirts. Yeah. <laughs> sort of thing. You can see there the inscription. Yes, you can see. You can imagine this sort of thing wouldn't go down well, actually. Some people had very serious eyewear that came out. Brilliant. You know, like monocles that would zoom in. Oh, my gosh. Things are, very, things are held up at very odd angles to the light. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was quite something. It sounds incredible. It is. It's everything it's from seeing Dutch with his coffee behind the stall having a little wave. This is everything that I could have dreamt. I never thought Paul Smith. No. I no, never no, dared no. dream no, Paul no. Smith. Um, it cool. did get tense because we weren't breaking even and now when Dutch okay. wants a sale yeah. it's like all hands on deck. Sure. It felt it did feel a bit like, you know, when you're on that retail shop floor and you haven't made Target for the day yeah. and you've got to flog those store cards. Yes. It was a bit yeah. that, but then luckily, you know, the charm just had it. And yeah. then they came, in they came. And it, was, yeah. it just really, it got gorgeous towards the and end. And how much did you make? We made a profit. Oh, great. I can't, I can't disclose such figures. No, of course. No, I understand completely. <laughs> but you did well. You were happy. Worth doing. Was it worth, worth doing? doing? Well, that's worth the main doing. thing. Worth and how doing. many, do you know how many things you sold? It's not in the double figures at all, but it was it was big pieces. Yeah, great. There were some key pieces that went. Well, that's went. the main thing. Key pieces Is that there went. anything that you had to bring home that you're really disappointed that's still hanging around? A couple of things that do fill up some space in this yeah. shoebox flat of mine, but, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah, the sideboard, the dresser. It's a shame, isn't it? <laughs> yes, oh, but gosh. all in all, a jolly good day. Yeah, great day. Terrific. Let's have the update on bridal. Okay. So, did I tell you about my dress fitting? No. Now. And can I eat this bounty? Yeah, please do. Me. I've finished mine. God knows, it's long gone. Um, so, Portsley Crew, I have been to have my dress fitting, right? Mm. I went in, all lovely, lovely. Here's your pieces. What terrific pieces you've chosen, Sarah. Da, 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 da. Let's get you in it, right? I wore, and I don't know what possessed me, I wore the worst pants 
some of the worst pants that I own to my bride fitting. And I was like, why have I done this? Do you know what I mean? Like this poor girl is actually at eye level with my knickers that are like diabolical. Yes. But I was just, but I could understand it more. Forgive me. I would wear bad pants to get tan on them. Most do. But you know, you must see some terrible pants. Shock him. Yeah. Shock him. <laughs> I've seen some of the worst pants in the world, I feel. <laughs> And do people always say to you, I've put my old pants on. I put my on. tanning pants on, yeah. you're like, oh God, what am I going to yeah, get? Yeah. <laughs> That's not tan, love. <laughs> it's just like, they need throwing. Um, yeah, pants that need throwing. My life, <laughs> my life as a self-tanner. So, went and had my fitting. As she was pulling up the skirt. Oh God. The best words. It's more than I could have wished for. Have you lost weight? She said right, as the skirt came up. I said, mm, yeah, well, I have been trying. She said, this skirt, we would have ordered you the next size down. She said, we would have ordered you the smaller skirt if you'd come in now. So there's pin, 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 pinned all the way around. And then they said, you're not gonna lose any more weight, are you? Now, here's my dilemma. I am five pounds off goal, right? Let's face it. I mean, what are we now? We're two weeks two weeks away from the wedding. I'm not going to lose five pounds in two weeks. But I was in a bit of a situation where I was like, okay, I, do, I don't want to put anything on. Because this is what I said to her. I was like, I'm really, really good at, well, I can be quite good at losing weight. Once I get my mind around it, mm. I am exceptional at putting it on. Same. And ever since she said to me, don't lose any more weight, what I seem to have heard is, eat everything you want, right? So, after that, I had, a, I had a bounty, right? I had a burger and chips. I had um, more Ferrero Rocher, ice cream with John. I had a curry. Uh, and curry? also, um, I had, it was like a chicken thing. It was called Chicken 69, which I thought... Oh, oh no, that's no, no, Where the hell were you? What? <laughs> it wasn't called that. It was Chicken 65. <laughs> that was it. It was Chicken 65. Was that the number on the menu? No, no, no. It had a different number on the menu. That was the name Chicken of the dish. 65. Where were know. you? <laughs> God, Sarah. Um, it did repeat between us, actually. And we went out. I can't believe I haven't told you this. Saturday night, John and I went out. Oh, my God, I've seen we it. We went out. We went out dancing and night clubbing. We were there until three in the morning. Surprised you got in. Can you bear it? But I had, yeah, this curry kept repeating. I was like, why have we had curry before coming coming for a big night out? Did you dance? Danced all night. You couldn't keep me off the dance floor. Did John dance? John couldn't stop dancing. I've never seen John dance. We were so desperate for a dance. We say it all the time. We were absolutely gagging for a dance and we got one. I wanted to go out on Friday night, but Dutch didn't want to, so I just shut the kitchen door and had a rave on my <laughs> yeah, own and got wasted. Gorgeous. <laughs> he came you in the kitchen. He, he came in the kitchen and Pete Tong was on. I was like, I'm in the zone. Yeah. <laughs> Don't like, put the light on. I was on. like, you watch the apprentice. <laughs> I know, I said, don't put the light on, but switch God, it on and off quickly. Great night. Yeah, yeah, wiggle it up and down the dimmer. Yeah, give me a stroke. Woo! <laughs> when you used to do that and your mum would be like, don't do that, you'll blow a fuse. Oh, yeah. And sure. I don't think anyone ever from flicking the light on and off. From doing a home strobe? Yeah. No way. Nobody's ever blown a fuse. No, way. no That was such a lie, If you wasn't have, it? don't tell us. No, don't. Leave us in blissful ignorance. Um, so, yes, that's that. But we've had hell on this week. 
because John's had his card cloned. Fraud. <gasps> Fraudulent activity on Hell, John's card. I was a victim card. of fraud recently. Were you? No, I wasn't actually. <laughs> no, no. But I had a card emergency replaced because it, it, I used it on BA and they got hacked. You couldn't trust it any that's very vigilant of you to do that. It was a nightmare. That. No, Nat West cancelled it. it was oh. like, and I was in America when it happened. It was not good. Oh, that's awful. Anyway, sorry, go on. No, not at all. He's had it cloned. And, you know, they ring you and they tell you all the things that they... 50 transactions they tried to put through. Did you spend... You would have loved it. It was like, did you spend £560 in uh, Balenciaga? No. Did you try and spend £743 in in Brown's clothes. No, it went through all of this. Anyway, the weird thing is that some of them slipped through the net, right, which the banks reverse now, whatever. But consequently, and I don't know how this works, items have started arriving at our house because it's obviously the billing address or whatever it is. So we're starting to get stolen goods. We're handling stolen goods. We've had a Tommy Hilfiger watch. We've had a North Face jumper. We've had a massive parker taste. Odd very taste. odd, very, very strange items. We had a letter what did you from say, a Tommy Hilfiger watch. Yeah. Fools. They yeah. could have done better than that. <laughs> no, it's all very weird. And um, but we've had to ring all the companies and send it all back. So oh, it's been a nightmare. You're a saint. Yeah, I, I do you know what? I really am. You're I, but, a saint. but I got really worried because the bank, when they're like, yeah, we'll yeah, reverse yeah, it. Yeah. But if we find out that this was anything to do with you, forget it. And I was like, oh, what if they know that we kept the goods? What if they ring the companies and say, well, no, we you kept do the, the right goods. thing. We've got to right send thing. it all back. I don't want it in the house. I was scared somebody was going to come round, knock on. You can't have it on your on your profile, Sarah. No. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. No, I can't I can't live with that. I can barely sleeping at night knowing that's in the front room. <laughs> Isn't that weird though? The loud ticking of the dummy yeah. figure clock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the rustle of the parker. <laughs> Get it something. out. <laughs> I'm scared though that somebody's gonna come round and be like, alright, gives us the stuff. Here, take it. <laughs> Enjoy it. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, I know, a worry. But anyway, it's all been cancelled now. 
a wasai. But oh yeah, okay. La Redoute. They wrote to us and were like, "Who? You, you know the French people? There's like a French clothing brand." And no. La, it's probably my appalling pronunciation. Are you trying to say La Lacoste? La <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Now. Should we do a bit of correspondence? Oh my gosh, let's, Before let's. we just get into the P.O. box, I just wanted to <laughs> give... Sorry, I've just seen no. one that's addressed to Sarah Jules. <laughs> yeah, that's our name. <laughs> I just wanted to read out this. Now, this came in from lovely Jen. Jen Wither. Ooh. Jen says, Sarah... Wedding favours. Left by approximately 60% of guests. Waste of time and money. People aren't there for presents. A tequila shot, on the other hand, goes down a charm. Thank you for all your fabulous podcasting. You and Jules brighten up my audio vibes every week. So there we go. And that has been the nail in the coffin for the wedding favours. I will say I've had a few DMs off brides who have found our wedding favours chat useful. Oh, good. Oh, I'm really pleased. I, Portsley Crew, decisions have been made. We are not doing wedding favours. It's not happening. We've got a free bar. Her face also, is so serious now. It's been such, You're so serious. It's been such a debate. You were like a politician then. <laughs> I was clear, like a teacher. Like, it, we're back to the bridal slap. Yeah. Okay, I am going to open this package because I can't resist. I know, look at that, what a fun package. What a fun package. Gosh, yeah. it's tightly wrapped. Yeah, good. Well, Ooh. I would say that's come from overseas. That is, this is from the USA, I've checked. Is it? We've got a few from the USA, actually. Oh, that's fun, isn't it? Something to look forward to. There's also to. Christmas stamps on one of them. Yeah, that's upsetting. No, I don't think it is a Christmas stamp. No, not the, not the succulent. Oh. There, the star. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Oh my God, what is this? <gasps> what on earth's going on? Jeez, notepad. It's a little mini, there's a card in there. Oh, sorry. It's a little mini like cheese board and on it is cheese and crackers and they are notelets. That is amazing. <gasps> Look, a hundred sticky note cheese slices. Good God. That is amazing. It's perfect. <clears throat> the note says, a little something for the two of you. Your podcasts are always heartwarming, entertaining, and most importantly, authentic. Oh. Love, Andrew. Andrew? Andrew, thank you what so much. dreamboat. They are, I can't believe how realistic they are. Look at the cracker. It's a perfect car's water. I could, I could eat it. <laughs> God, I could. I could absolutely eat <laughs> Last that. scene, eating a notebook. Yeah, <laughs> a new low. <laughs> oh my God, they're amazing. I've got a lovely, also from the Americas, mm. uh, card here. This is from Seattle, and it has got a little succulent uh, stamp on it, which is very fun. <clears throat> oh, lovely. This is nice. It's, um, very sh it's very you, this card. It's brown. It's got two potatoes on the front, and it's friend chips. Oh, that is cute. That's that cute, is very me. That's so you. I could see you putting that in a frame. Yes. Yes. Hi, Jules. Hi, Sarah. Hey. I know this card should technically say friend crisps in the UK, but that wouldn't make any sense, would it? Anyway, thought it was adorable and fun like you two. Thank you for introducing me to Port Salou, Ken, Sheila, June, and Dave the Cat, <laughs> among others. Ruby will be furious at that. Sarah, congrats, congrats, congrats on the upcoming wedding. You'll appreciate that when I was getting married, my mom suggested my fiancé wear a silver tux with... 
with a pinstriped vest. You know, classy, like something they'd wear in Parliament. My fiancé said, so, a wig there. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> lol, lol, lol. Anyway, lots of love for you. Rays of sunshine, hat. Thank you so oh much. Oh my God, that's absolutely gorgeous. I love that. I have a gold envelope here. Gold. A gold envelope. Um, it's from the UK, second class, no class, you know. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's a lovely London bus. Oh, now that's classic, that is, isn't it? That is nice. This, this person is very classy. Dear Jules and Sarah, I wrote to you a year ago when I was going through a difficult um, spot in my life because your podcast helped me. I struggled with anxiety my entire life and since writing to you last, a lot has changed. I have moved to London, got a new job, and for the first time in a while, I feel in control and calm. Oh. Your podcast has been with me through thick and thin, and it's still helping me through every step of the way. You guys are incredible, and listening to you reminds me of um, reminds me to stay grounded through everything. Thank you so much to you both. You're an amazing pair. Love, Bethan. Bethan. P.S. Yes. Sarah. <gasps> yes. I'm so happy and excited for you and John and always look forward oh. to your wedding updates, especially those of June as MOTB. Yes. <laughs> well, those are limited. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they will be coming to an end, <laughs> Bethan. Oh no, there'll be a debrief. That'll take us till at least Christmas. <laughs> what Bethan. a lovely card, Bethan. Well, Thank you. Do you know what's lovely, actually? Checking in. Check in. If you've written before, write again. Yeah, Give us an in. update. Let us know how you're getting on. Gorgeous. Okay, I've got one last one. Yes. Now, this has come from the USA again, and it is Mary. And look at Mary's clever handwriting. Isn't it gorgeous? I think she's, yeah, she, look, she's drawn that. She's drawn, she's drawn that, that plane. Yeah, via airmail. Oh my God, it's a wedding card. It's two little pieces of cheese, one with a veil on, totally meant to brie. Lovely. Dearest Sarah and bestie Jules, I saw this card and I thought of you. I do hope that this will arrive before your happy day. Oh, darling Mary, it has. But if not, just something to keep the wedding celebrating beyond your day. I am a longtime member of the Portslough crew and thoroughly enjoy listening to your podcast during my afternoon runs. No matter how bad my mood is, when I, get out, when I start out running, by the time I arrive back home, I feel fantastic. Perfect. You have me stopping to catch my breath because I'm laughing so hard. Thank you for everything you have done to improve my spirits, my running time, and my days. I love the close-knit relationship that you two have. I have also enjoyed following you both on Instagram. Your Hindu Sarah was Fabulous. Love the hot pink wig. Me too, Mary. Mm. Congratulations on your upcoming nuptials. I am so very excited for you and look forward to hearing Jules' report on the charges. <laughs> I'm sure everything will turn out splendid. Lots of love, Mary. Following you from both Los Angeles and London. Mary's international. She's global. Absolutely. Mary. Oh, darling, gorgeous. Loved that. We love you writing to us. Love Letters, love presents. We love it. Love presents and also love anything wedding related. Um, do get in touch. We shall give out the PO box address at the end of the podcast. But in the meantime, I'm at this Sarah Powell. And I'm at Jules von Hepp. Or it's at Jules and Sarah Podcast. Now yes. how? How on earth is Sheila? 
Monaco. So, off they go to Monaco. What's taking her off to Monaco? Just a jolly. Secret escapes. Oh, clever. Now, Ken has a lot more time on his hands and in came an email that said, special offer, off you go to Monaco. Brilliant. Cheap, cheap, cheap. Yeah. Dad was like, well, I'm very free now. <laughs> we can just go. Yeah. So they booked it, off they went. They get to Monaco. Sheila immediately sends through pictures of the floral arrangements at the hotel, which were up to scratch. Yep. The ceiling, which showed a most intricate scene, uh, uh, biblical-esque. Oh, wow. On Gosh, glass. Which was, on which, glass. Yeah, which was quite something. Ken said the room, the room was pokey. Okay. Now, they, Secret escapes. they got themselves into a bit of a conundrum because Ken couldn't work out how to get inside the bathroom. Couldn't work out how to go to the loo. Interesting. So he climbed the door, got in, and then couldn't shut the door. Had hell on. He had to come out. Sheila had to show him how to get into the bathroom <laughs> and shut the door. I was like, what the hell was going Good on? heavens. Then mm. they had a lovely time in Monaco walking around, moseying around, moseying around, but then they got lost. Oh. They hadn't worked out Not data on the roaming. Wrong side of the track. Sheila said, Sheila said at one point they were on a staircase that just went into the sea. She was like, I thought that was it. I was like, oh, gosh, you need a flare gun. You, need, you, you, need, you can't be left alone in Monaco. Wailing into the sea. I was like, Jesus. Mind you, a bad, the wrong side of the trucks in Monaco is probably, you know, a Louis Vuitton. Chelsea. It has one level. <laughs> Ground floor only. I wouldn't be seen dead. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Then um, they said the breakfast was up to scratch. Oh, good. But sadly, the clientele of the hotel, Ken said, it was a lot of fake bulbs, fake hair and fake lips. Yeah. We felt very out of place. Because they're on the end of an email list. That's how they're getting there. <laughs> I, I said, well, Dad. None you... of them are paid full whack, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Dan said it, it was like Liverpool. I was oh. like, oh, Ken, not to worry about that. Then it... Th Sadly, the, the holiday took a horrible turn. Oh, my God. It took Not a, the sea again. It, no, it took a slight holiday. Slight turn. Because... Um, Not the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, because they booked such a lucrative deal. Yeah. This meant flying back quite late at night. Okay. On... A budget airline. Oh, not for Sheila. No, not for Sheila. Now, Sheila's never not flown BA. <laughs> Ken said the heels went in slightly as they approached the gate. He said he just could tell. You know, you know when a horse isn't going to water? <laughs> yeah. It just got slightly like that. And Sheila, the, the, the resistance just came in slightly. <laughs> she, made, she made a quick beeline for a Starbucks. Right. And he was like, mm, something's going on here. So they approached the gate, they approached the gate. There's a lot of commotion. People were shouting, the flight was delayed. It was the last flight out. The flight was delayed by over an hour. Now oh. on a budget airline, there's no value. No. There's no compensation. Did they have to sit on the flight for an hour? They sat on the flight, they got on, they boarded. There was no, they were offered a cheese melt. Something <laughs> Sheila was not interested in. She doesn't know what one is. <laughs> no, she was looking for olives. Yeah, sure. A caper. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then they got back very late at 2am. Oh, at 2am. Oh, gosh. I spoke to Dad first thing and he said, your mum's not, your mum's bound to never leave the country again. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> we're back to square one. We will not be going on secret escapes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lick of it. I think she'd have to pull herself round with a retinal face mask or something. <laughs> Does sound about right, to be fair. So yeah, Sheila and Ken's Monaco adventures concluded. Oh my god, hilarious. June. Now Go. I have had I have had a series of emails informing me of what's been going on, right? Now there are 
three complaints that have happened for June. Would you like um, the raspberry and macaroon tart, the packing or the bent cards? What would you like to hear about first? Bent cards. Bent cards. I'm getting in touch to complain about the dreadful packaging you thought was appropriate for my package of five boxes of matches and five cards. You also charged me £6 in postage. I enclosed three photographs to show the size of the box compared to the size of the cards. A good three centimetres too narrow for them to arrive in good condition. The box was packed with bubble wrap, which gave even less room for the ten items. How your packing department thought it was okay to cram the five cards into a box that was only large enough to hold the matches and a huge amount of bubble wrap is beyond me. The cards were bent and two had their corners folded completely over, obviously done so they could be crammed into the box. I can't believe that any company should treat an order of expensive items so shabbily. As a new customer, I await your response before I succumb to using my Instagram account to highlight the situation. So that's the first one. There's the cards. It is shoddy. Yeah, it's shoddy. Good for June. Odd box. And I know June wouldn't complain without good cause. Oh, absolutely. Now, the second one, also about packaging, and this has gone to. June's favourite, the White Company. I am a long-standing customer. She's put her customer number as well. Good. With many years of excellent service from the White Company, but I thought I must write to draw your attention to the enclosed photographs of the packaging I had to dispose of today for my recent order. I was horrified by the amount of packaging that arrived with my order of 50 50 centimetre metal Christmas wreath and two small plastic baubles of bath products. None of these three items were breakable and the wreath was already in a strong box that could have been posted as it was. The three items arrived in a huge white box that couldn't fit through the front door and was filled with a massive amount of bubble wrap and inflatable plastic. I have now taken it all to the local tip which is a 10 mile drive away and all the packaging will have to go to landfill. It is so upsetting to see a complete disregard for our environment by irresponsible packaging like this not to mention the inconvenience of disposal of it all i await your response good so that was number two now she has had a response to both of these oh god already william apparently was horrified at the bent cards and sent 10 new ones as an apology so william's come through the white company offered to send a courier to collect the enormous box so they could reuse excess packaging hmm. now the third and final complaint this is a shocker now, June doesn't want me to name the shop, but let's just national? say it's national, it's high end, it's Waitrose, right? <laughs> let's just come on, let's not mess about. Okay, this is complaint regarding a raspberry and macaroon tart. Please find enclosed a box of raspberry and macaroon tarts purchased yesterday in Waitrose in Audley Edge, Cheshire. My husband ate one, which was excellent. <laughs> But as I cut open the tart I intended to enjoy, I noticed that in the centre was a large piece of wood chip with a pointed end. Fortunately, I didn't eat it, but was totally put off eating any of the other tarts after well, finding this wood. I would have eaten round it. You will see the piece of wood covered in bark quite clearly as you look through the photographs. I await your response and I'm very surprised that a product from... <laughs> <laughs> that this was in a product from a shop of your caliber <laughs> yours sincerely june powell so look i mean the tarts do look gorgeous but scroll down and you will see the offending shard of wood that june's found in the middle of it a raspberry like, macaroon tart it looks like a piece of palisanto can you bear maybe it? someone was cleansing in the factory <laughs> yes that'll be it 
Oh, they look good. God, they look gorgeous, don't they? I... I like the descriptive words. Four fruit and crisp raspberry macaroon tarts. Yeah, Ooh. too crisp, it turns yeah. out. Too Slightly crisp. too crisp. June is waiting to hear the response from Waitrose on this matter. Tell her I'll happily use my social media platform to really drive this home. If it needs be, June, oh, we'll I'll... go viral <laughs> if we have to. <laughs> it's a terrible shock. Isn't it? It will be. I definitely would have cut up the other ones and eaten it. Look, there it is embedded. God. Honestly. Shocking. So, yeah, that's June at the moment. Just having to deal. As if she hasn't got enough on her plate. She's mother of the bride in two weeks and she's got a wood chip in a macaroni. She tart. could have lost her tooth. Don't. It doesn't bear thinking about. She could have been turning up with dentures. <laughs> will we do a bit of news from the north? Mine is actually a bit of news from the south because the oh. north at the moment, the east coast of the north is a little bit rough. Is it? So I had to just come back down south. It can get very grim. Yes. Um, this comes from centralbedfordshire.gov.uk. Nice. Um, save your pumpkin for a gr- from a gruesome end this Halloween. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it might be getting spooky outside as the ghosts and goblins begin to descend on central Bedfordshire, but research suggests that it's the pumpkins that should be scared this Halloween. I'll say... That's why people of central Bedfordshire are being asked to go on a rescue mission. We're asking residents to save their pumpkins from a gruesome doom and to reuse or recycle any unnecessary food waste. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Fun. (laughs) Your face is so funny. You're like, where is this going? (laughs) Don't be tricked. Pumpkins are not just for decoration. They can also be used to serve up a very delicious treat during Halloween. Like what? Yeah, but also what? That people have, it's never occurred to them to eat them I before. know. Their insides can be made into a number of recipes and their outsides can later be either composted or we can recycle them into energy if you have a food waste collection. Oh, nice. June makes very good roasted, salty, little bit of chilli uh, with the seeds. Gorgeous. Do you eat? Oh yeah, you do. Yeah, eat the she roasts them. Bit of yeah, bit of chili, bit of salt. Gorgeous. Whilst as many as ten million pumpkins are grown in the UK each year, ninety-five percent will be carved into hollowed-out lanterns for Halloween, and only five percent will be used for soups, stews, and pies. God, that's an amazing statistic. Halloween is one of Britain's biggest. Com- I've told you, we've come down south. It's all changed. I know. It's funny. God. <laughs> Halloween is one of Britain's biggest commercial celebrations, but every year, more than a quarter—that's eighteen thousand tons—of all Halloween pumpkins end up being wasted, with many going into domestic waste bins without even been eaten yeah this, that's the equivalent of 360 million portions of pumpkin pie good heavens but what so... i could see a good home for that pumpkin pie don't I... you worry about <laughs> it <laughs> councillor budge wells <laughs> our deputy executive member of the community services said i am th- bedford i'm thrilled that we are sparing a thought for pumpkins this halloween we want to keep our residents to make the most of leftovers and show their commitment to reducing reusing and recycling waste halloween is a great opportunity to help children understand where food comes from and to involve them in cooking a simple meal alongside their pumpkin carving the pumpkins we display in our windows and on our front doorsteps are edible you can use the carved out flesh to create a variety of tasty meals. Yeah, you say that though, but by the, t- by the time you've put your little... I'm with you. There's wax I'm all over you. them, it burns the undertop, and they go a bit floppy. That wouldn't be... Flaccid I mean, is the yeah, word I would flaccid. use. Flaccid pumpkins. Good for soup. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to use it if it's been outside. But use the yeah. outside to put 
into composting. Yeah. And then the inners that you've thought, you know, carved yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do something with them. That can be blended and roasted sure, with chilli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once your Halloween pumpkin is ready for retirement, remember to compost it or place it in your food waste recycle bin. Yeah. Home composting not only reduces your carbon footprint, but is also a great addition to your usual recycling habits. It is also fantastic for your garden and saves you money on commercial garden compost too. Do you um, recycle your food? Do you, do you have a food recycling? I know I'd like one. Yeah. But in London... Well, we've got one. What, and where do you put it? Well, it's... I don't do it. It's so... It's, like, it's a caddy. It's the brown really thing. small, little brown but thing. It freaks me out. It, I, if, I don't like but it. I want, if I lived in the countryside, I'd have it. And I'd, yeah. Because my auntie used to just sling all her bits out to the chickens. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, if you're that's out in the countryside, I do. you sling them out here. <laughs> you're just going to get a fox problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Statistics provided by Pumpkin Rescue, a registered charity promoting the recycling of food waste. Oh, yeah, nice. Pumpkin Rescue. Pumpkin Rescue. They've got too much time on their hands. <laughs> this has come from Cheshire Live. Now, you know how we quite like um, a food review, mm. don't we? We like mm. a I only read review. one this week. This is We've Tried Chester's New Donut Delivery Service. This is what we thought. Their handcrafted donuts come in indulgent flavours, including vanilla cheesecake and salted caramel. So naturally, we had to try Chester's new online donut delivery service. Donutology, set up by friends <laughs> James Duckers and Lee Brigman, have enjo been enjoying great success with their new business, which delivers fresh, top quality and decent and decadent donuts to homes and businesses across Chester and North Wales. They decided there was nothing else on the market quite like what they could offer. And since they opened a couple of months ago, their donuts have been getting rave reviews. So we decided to put them to the test. And the atmosphere in the newsroom before Lee arrived, armed with a box of yummy treats, was not dissimilar to that of a group of excited kids on Christmas Eve. Ooh. Not much getting delivered in the way of no. PR up there. When he arrived, I virtually snatched the box from him and set about slicing each of the nine donuts into pieces so we could all try a different flavour. Helpfully, Lee and James had written inside the box what each one was, and the biggest problem was deciding what to eat first. The choc and orange, a donut filled with orange buttercream filling topped with chocolate, went down exceptionally well until I tried the marshmallow. <laughs> filled with the mallow frosting and topped with mini marshmallows, to be honest, I'm struggling to find the words to describe how delicious it was. Oh, Let's just say I'm a fan of the marshmallow. Each donut tasted deliciously fresh, with a generous helping of filling in all of them. They are all lovingly crafted, and you can definitely taste the difference in the quality to the ones you buy in the shops. Meanwhile, other popular flavours with the team were the salted caramel, filled with cream and custard, and topped with caramel chocolate. So good, Sally Aylin had more than one piece. And the American... <laughs> snaffled that! The American peanut butter and jam filling with a chocolate and peanut butter topping. Rave reviews from David. David Holmes. We all enjoyed the Ambassador chocolate and hazelnut topped with oozing Nutella and the vanilla cheesecake cream cheese filling topped with biscuit was also a hit. My least favourite was probably the Bakewell almond buttercream and jam filling with a chocolate frosting topping only because I'm not a huge fan of almonds but if you do love them you're on to a winner. 
Chocoholics will love the triple threat choc, filled with Nutella and topped with chocolate, and the lemon meringue pies, also delicious lemon curd filling with a meringue topping. In short, if you love donuts and have a sweet tooth, Donutology is a dream come true. They might not be the cheapest donuts out there, but when it comes to taste and quality, they're head and shoulders above the rest. I like the fact that she couldn't find words to describe it. Yes, yes. That, In fact, like, who wrote this? I kind of like. I can, I can kind of see this girl with long hair and glasses and some kind of cardigan eating yes. eating this donut and her eyes rolling and she's just I going to find the words God. she's been sat writer's block for days carmela de lucia wrote that of course she did yes she's the senior journalist and what's on writer for what title uh for the cheshire live <laughs> do you want to play would you rather yes Jewels. would you rather be able to see 10 minutes into your own future or 10 minutes into the future of anyone but yourself. So you can see 10 minutes forward, or you can pick somebody else. You there, what's your next 10 minutes going to look like? 10 minutes? I know, it's not much, is it? Can I Mind do you, it? you say that, it's amazing where you can be in 10 minutes. That's true. Mm, heavily compromised in 10 minutes. <laughs> if you did it for yourself, you mm. could save your own life. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh yes, but you could save the life of another. Is this an ongoing thing? Can yeah. I turn it on and off? Oh, yes. Or is it going to be like, God damn, God damn. I don't want to like, see your 10 minutes. No, I think you can choose. You can zone in. I'm going to give you that. I guess I'll have to pick others because that would be the <laughs> nice thing to do. No, you don't have No, you've positioned it like that. I do can't save want. myself. I have to save no, them. No, but imagine the heroic, imagine the glory bestowed on you. Oh, that's true. That's, that's true. it. Is there a cape involved? I thought you were going to say a caper. We can get you a cape and a caper. <laughs> Perfect. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, God, we love you for getting in touch. Quite a lengthy podcast this week. Really had your money. Yeah, yeah. Um, we adore you for listening. We love you writing to us. What a lovely sack of goods we had this week. Mm. Um, do get in touch. The address is... The Portslough Crew HQ. P.O. Box. Six. Six. Seven. Four. Seven. London. W. Nine. G. H. We do always finish, of course, on Jules's word or affirmation of the week. What have you gone for? I've gone for words. Fun. Now, I googled uh, millennial words. Oh, I, yes. Now, I, I thought it was interesting. Brushing up. Yeah, br brushing up, exactly. This one's thrown me. Go on. Salty. Is this like if somebody's well fit? No. Oh. Uh, this means being in a bad or grumpy mood, like Mardi. Oh, you're a bit salty. I would, I would think being salty is being dehydrated. Yeah, yeah. That's why they're in a mard. <laughs> What? <laughs> salty, yeah. Oh, he was a bit salty. Sorry, you use it in a sentence. No, it's fine. How you just say how are you today? How are you, darling? <sighs> salty. Oh no, I like it. No, do you? Like are you it. into it? Yeah. Are you salty? <laughs> Should we get lit? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sound. Um, that's not even a millennial word. No. Um, we adore you for listening and we will see you next time. Bye! 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.